Welcome to another new episode of the Good Food Fellows. Tonight we're here with one of our favorite guests. Yes. Roland, guess what? Today is 9-11, and we are part of the launch team for Here We Go Again oh. by Tiffany Thiessen. So we're special today. Oh, that's so cute. How are you guys? It's nice to see you again. Yeah, same. Thanks. Um, actually, I was reading your book. I'm a person. I hate leftovers. I never eat leftovers. So you're like my husband. Never once. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Come on now. With your husband. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, everywhere I go, people give me food. I said, please don't. I will not eat it. Uh, That's true about him. I I must say, I don't like that about him. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I at least give you credit for saying that you're not going to eat it, so you're not wasting it in that sense. Mm -hmm. Like, hopefully, they're going to give it to somebody else who's going to do something with it. But I do believe that there's things that you can do in your fridge in your own fridge as well as i do believe there are things that actually taste better the second time around i don't know thanksgiving always is one of those that tastes so much better i don't want to say better but really just as good in a different way you know pizza another one i love cold pizza how do you not like cold pizza i i I just eat it fresh i won't eat that second day Oh my gosh. But, but, but Bro, I did your book, though. Are you doing a different interview? What are we doing? I know. <laughs> I know, but, but, with my friend. I know, but your book, though, is changing my mind because of the recipes, though. Really? Because I don't, because I never had recipes. They just yeah. taught me the food. I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. 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 They're giving me a tool. Okay. Try Aww, it. We'll I see. my toes and try it. Okay. That makes me feel great, especially coming from you. I love that. Okay. Good. Well, see, that's what I was doing you know, to sort of almost challenge myself with my husband, because my husband was like you, who was literally like, I'm not having it again. No, I don't want any leftovers. Please don't. So it was really kind of like a sneaky challenge to like sneak in leftovers that he had no idea and and, and my kids too, and make it into something that he had no clue that it was made from something else the night before. Tiffany, we, we go back Challenge accepted. Bit? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love the fact that you gave O to your mom on how she kept the family at the table together, how she used leftovers, how she re- repurposed things. Was yeah. that important for you when an inspiration for this book? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It actually, this whole book started at the beginning of the pandemic, oddly enough. And it came from a couple different places. It came from one, none of us were going to the grocery store a lot. We were all, of course, afraid to, right? So my husband, weirdly enough, was like, I'll take the task of going to the grocery store, which I don't think he had been to the grocery store in probably 25 years. So that in itself was funny in a comedy. Um, But it also made me really kind of get deep into really using the things that I shopped or had him shop for, right? And really using them till the very end. And then it got me thinking like, wait, you know, my mom was actually doing this, not because of a pandemic, but because we didn't have a ton of money. So she was really, it was all about stretching the food and the budget throughout the week because we didn't just didn't have a lot. My dad was working two jobs, my mom was home raising three kids. And so I was like, there's something here. Like granted my idea for it came from a different place but it really was how I was raised. And and I've never seen a cookbook like that. I've never seen anything that was really sort of put into a book where it shows people that you can actually use the things that are already in your fridge and your pantry generally, or the things that you normally buy anyways, and really kind of showcase um, them in a different light and really kind of say, okay, this leftover rice, I can do something else with it instead of just tossing it. Yeah, I mean your book back to the back to the kitchen. 
I mean, was, was that your, the first book you brought us into the kitchen back, which I love. But um, where'd you get the title for Here We Go Again? Well, two two reasons. One, it's my second book, right? So yeah. that sort of was fitting. And the fact that it was literally about leftovers. So it was like taking that and kind of, you know, sort of repurposing, you know, a title into Here We Go Again. So, yeah. Did you make it like a 70s vibe, it feels like? Oh, for sure. I did it on purpose. It was all 70s, early 80s. It was my childhood. This is a love letter to my childhood, literally. I wanted people to feel almost nostalgic when they opened it. I feel like, you know, food to a certain degree is a lot like music. It can make you feel a certain way. There's something comforting about it. And I wanted the book to feel and look like that as well. And some of the recipes are very nostalgic too. I mean, I haven't seen an ambrosia salad in a, in, a, in a cookbook in a long time. And so I wanted to kind of give a little nod to some old recipes that I remember my mom doing for the potlucks, you know? Definitely. I think that's one good thing about the book also. I love the nostalgic photos as well, the way it's shot, but also the way the stories go back to it, where you kind of feel like a kid again. Yeah. And it's kind of like you, you can actually make a lot of these things in here. It's not a cookbook where it's kind of like, where am I going to get these ingredients? Right. You have everything at well, home. I never, I mean, look, I'm just not a cook like that. I'm not, you know, I've always been very honest about the fact that I'm not a professional chef. I never went to culinary school. This is all a passion from a young age that I used to cook alongside the women in my family. And I've just loved, you know, being able to, to explore in the kitchen and continue. And, and even, you know, just my love of food in general, where I was traveling as a young kid and got and getting to go to other countries and other States and really learning about different cuisines. I mean, that's, that's where my learning came from. Um, it wasn't a school. So you're not going to see, you're not going to see a thousand different ingredients that you've never heard of. mm -hmm. Yeah, well, about the book, though, well, I always struggle with meal planning, but with this book, though, you're, you make it simple. You help us. Yeah, it's plan. funny. I am not a meal planner. I'm a menu planner. And there's a big difference. I don't have time to meal prep. <laughs> like, there's no way. I have two kids with school and sports and work and four dogs and 10 chickens and a garden to tend to. And like, there is just way too much happening. There's no way I can meal prep, but I can meal, I can menu plan for the week. And that's generally how I do it. Tiff, you had me at my heart because the first chapter is bread. So I think you're on <laughs> right? to something. There's a friend of ours, he's the best baker in the United States. You have to go there. You're going to be in New Jersey anyway, so you should stop there. It's called Bread and Salt in Jersey City. So Bread and Wait, Salt. Wait, wait, what's it called? Bread and Salt, and his name is Chef Rick Easton. Oh, he wait, I know exactly who this is. Yes, I know exactly. Yes, yes, okay, so he did, I'm he going. Did a, he did a bread book, right? So the publisher said, and Worthy probably would say that to somebody like you too. We don't want to know how to make bread. We want to know how to reuse the bread that you have left yeah. over. So yeah. this is right there in line you with go. That. There and you that go. Me, I love that it. That reminds me of Rick. So that's funny. Oh, that's so funny. I love it. I yeah. love it. Well, to be fair, when we go bread and salt, there's no leftovers. You never eats everything out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make me pay too. Well, that's that, oh, because I have your wallet sometimes. I'm forgetful. Oh my gosh, this is a whole nother podcast now. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what's it, your go-to meal that your kids love that you make? Oh gosh, that's hard. I mean, they they really are. They, as they get older, they're definitely getting more uh, set into like telling me what they want, which is great. It makes it makes for for planning dinner a lot easier. Um, but it's funny. I mean, they love their taco nights. They love their pizza nights. They love, you know, I generally do a, some sort of pasta one time during the week. Um, but as for favorites, it's hard. Like, um, 
they're kind of like me, you know, like I would say my husband is more creature of habit. I will say when it comes to food, like the guy will still eat granola, my homemade granola and yogurt every day for lunch. And I'm like, babe, there's a million other things in the fridge that I have made. And he just, it's easy. He's just that guy, you know, where my kids are a little more like, no, I'm in the mood for this and I'm in the mood for that, you know, that kind of thing. So they're great about telling me what they're in the mood for. And hopefully I have it in the fridge to make. Um, but I, I generally, like I said, I menu plan usually sometimes on Sundays and Mondays and I get them involved too. I'm like, what do you want to do this week? Let's talk about it, you know? Um, but favorites, I mean, ones from my old book, they're always on rotation is my enchiladas, um, my pizzas for sure. Um, breakfast wise, my chia pudding, they're always, they're always asking for that. And I usually make that in batches, you know, so it's easy in the morning before they go to school. Pancakes are also another thing I do the batter ahead of time. And then the new ones, um, it's funny, they do like my new pizza for breakfast. They're totally into that because they're they're egg lovers as well. So they they do love my pizza sandwich for breakfast. So um, what else do they like? They like all the pastas in there. Um, I'm trying to get them because they love meatballs, but they're not a big zucchini lover. So I'm trying to get them into my stuffed zucchini subs, but um, they still want it on a piece of bread. And what can I say? They're kids. <laughs> Tiffany, that's another plan I didn't think about before. How important is this like to maybe for families to teach their kids how to cook because it's straightforward, but also mm -hmm. you keep them at home, you keep them engaged, you keep them healthy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I've always talked about how I've always been one to believe in and, and lead by example, right? You know, you put it on the plate, they may say no, 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 especially when they were younger, but I kept trying, I kept trying, I kept trying. And I think the biggest thing that helped me was the, was the, the, the trying and never giving up. And also, and I know not everybody can do this, but you know, growing fruits and vegetables has really helped them understand the importance. I think seeing something grow from a seed or a small little plant into something big, they take pride in kind of seeing that. And it's been kind of fun to see them sort of love that process. And I feel like it definitely has changed a little bit of their eating habits on at the table, you know? Hmm. When you go on a book tour, do you go, when you go to each city, do you highlight Sir, restaurants you have to go to? Oh, always. For sure. For, for sure. I mean, I haven't been to Chicago in a while, so I definitely could use some new Chicago places, but I do have staples and I'm not there long enough to be able to really do it like I usually do when I'm there. Um, but yeah, I have my New York staples usually because they're chef friends of mine that I definitely want to go see and see some new uh, menu items that they might have and, and stuff like that. You know, I lived in New York, have, she's off and on for six years, so it's kind of like a second home to me. And that being said, you're going to be in Tribeca on the 26th at Barnes and Nobles and Ridgewood, New Jersey at Bookends yep. on the 27th. So you're going to be East Coast. So oh, you yeah. Some good choices for restaurants oh, for yeah. Sure. I can't wait. I've already got all my little lists. I'm calling all my chef friends. I'm like, I'm in town. Please feed me. <laughs> Are you excited to, to re regroup with your friends again and fans again? Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, I think after COVID and everybody was kind of home, like people are wanting to travel again, which is super nice. And um, I'm super excited to be able to do that again and see everybody. And I will say one thing, when I met you at the Food Network a bunch of times when you were like doing guest appearances and that sort yeah. of thing, you do not leave until everybody gets a selfie, a handshake and hello. So kudos to you on that. Uh, thank you. Well, you know, us. look, I always believe they're taking the time to come and do that. I should take the same amount of time, right? You know, I mean, if it's a flight that I got to catch, there's nothing I can do about that. But 
I will make sure that I stay there as long as I can until the bitter end to be able to get everybody. So. Yep. Respect gets respect. Thanks. Uh, can you highlight a few standard recipes you think the readers should go to first? Well, I definitely think the pizza is going to be one. Cause I always say, and the reason why I, I literally was like one of the top things on my list when I started, um, writing and creating this next cookbook um, was that everybody has leftover pizza. I always leftover pizza, leftover rice, right? So, and my kids love to make sushi at home. So that's a, that's actually a favorite that my kids love to do too. <clears throat> so leftover rice is one that I feel like everybody kind of has, you know? Um, <clears throat> another one that's funny too, that I get a lot of requests of is since I've been showing a few of these recipes on my socials is, um, is coffee and coffee grinds. So like a lot of times people are like, I always have leftover coffee. And I'm like, it's the greatest thing to literally make iced coffee out of. Like people most of the time just toss it, you know? Um, but my husband's a huge iced coffee lover. And so I've been doing that for years. Yeah, iced coffee and I crack. I drink like five a day. Yeah, that's my husband. So you are a lot like my husband. You must be. That is hilarious. He is a coffee drinker like you and then doesn't like leftovers. Yeah, I, like at night you drink it at 10 at night, people, you're crazy. I'll fall asleep, don't worry. Yeah, same with my husband. Has no problem. No, I could drink a lot of and I pass out. I'm done. <laughs> calm, calm down, because he will DM you. Um, <laughs> I do. I want to say with this, I think what I love about the book too is that you could definitely do breakfast for dinner on many of these recipes. And I was oh, for like, sure. And my kids love. Yeah, my kids love breakfast. But they actually even do it at school. They have like one, one, one or two times a month where they'll actually give them breakfast for lunch, which is really cute. So my kids have always loved breakfast for dinner. And so um, I think pizza is perfect for that. What started you on your cooking journey? Was it when you were a kid or when you yeah. this as an adult? No, definitely as a kid. I mean, I was that little girl peering around the kitchen, looking at all the women in my family, having a great time creating meals together. And, and I just wanted to be with them. So it started very young at just wanting to hang out with the ladies in my family and then learning little bits here and there and then falling in love with the process. And then from there, it was really kind of like traveling all over the States and then overseas for TV shows that I was doing that was, you know, allowing me to go overseas and stuff. And my love of food kind of expanded there. And, and then it became really, as I got older, it was like, I loved entertaining and cooking for friends and family and all that. So it's, it's been there since from day one, pretty much. Tiffany, I was going to ask that too, is um, being an actress, but as long as you've been, was that inspiring to kind of like be the entertainer that you are at home as well as on the screen? Yeah, it's funny. I Maybe. I never really thought about that, but I definitely, you know, it's funny when people said, you know, you were so, you know, for someone who's never had like a cooking show, you were pretty natural. And I was like, well, I think it's because I've been on TV my whole life. Like I was natural in front of the camera, you know? Um so it was fun to actually do a show like that where I was doing something I love naturally and then being myself, but also, you know, being able to know what I'm doing in front of the camera made it a little bit easier too. Cool. And when you wrote the book, Here Gilgan, what was the first few dishes, like the first recipes you wrote that kind of inspired? Mm -hmm. to off? Well, the pizza definitely um the 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 sushi the sushi cakes were definitely another one that was a popular very beginning one i just wanted to get the ingredients that i knew were sort of popular leftovers i would say you know the things that i cook all you know i always had leftover risotto my kids would never eat it all my family would never eat it all so i was like this is perfect to make arancini out of you know so it came 
pretty much from the leftovers that were traditionally in my fridge that I felt would be also ones that would, would be in other families' fridges and pantries as well. Tiffany, one part I cracked up on when, on your social media is when you mentioned about the cheeses, right? Yeah. And you have about a thousand comments that says, Tiffany, who has leftover cheese? I know, right? It's true, you know, and another one people say, because I have one with leftover, like a little bit of leftover champagne, people are like, who has leftover champagne or wine? I'm like, well, I actually do sometimes. I don't know. I do, though. So, yeah, there is always going to be somebody who may not agree. But, you know, I had to go. I had to go with every sort of leftover possible. Right. But that's what I love about it. You keep your food serious, but it's also fun because, you know, yeah. we know that there's so many, so many foods out there, like 40% of food that gets thrown out. Yes. in supermarkets and homes. Which is crazy. So this is so important, this book. Well, and that's the thing too. People. That was the other reason why I wanted to create this book too, because I really was have been trying to instill the importance in my children, the importance of not wasting. And, you know, they, you know, even, even telling those statistics, statistics to my kids, they were, they, they couldn't believe it. You know, they were shocked themselves. And I said to him, I said, you know, it's like mommy going to the grocery store and picking up five big bags of groceries and then throwing two of them away in the trash. I said, that's basically what I'm saying to you. I said, it's pretty crazy. I said, so it's extremely important that we understand the big impact we have at home. I mean, you know, this of course goes along with restaurants as well as, you know, uh, you know, grocery stores and all those types of places that are also making massive amounts of waste. But if we can do a little bit at home, that's a huge impact if we were all doing that. Mm. The book's like the family affair because everybody seems like they're pictured in the book. Always, you know, I have to because to me, you know, on a personal level, I mean, I know that doesn't matter to everybody else who gets it. They want the recipes, but for me, it's kind of like a little imprint of like my little section of my life, you know, during that time. And the fact that this was kind of um, created during that, you know, crazy pandemic period of our lives, it's it's kind of neat to have a book that's kind of beautiful and you know like the silver lining of it all right we all have those for, during that time your husband's picture is gray in the fondue right next to the fondue one He's yeah like, they're fun i made him grow that mustache again i was like you have to have a mustache for this i'm sorry and he's like hey i'm good i'm good i like a mustache so <laughs> tiffany are you big on uh, entertaining for the holidays with your family as well when it comes to yeah I, i've been family? hosting yeah i've been hosting thanksgiving for oh my gosh over 20 years i would say if not more um but it's you know it's it. funny it's it's a definite like what's that one i love that one what is it? i can't say oh the, is that sh the shepherd's pie? shepherd's pie yes oh yeah i've been doing that recipe forever it's actually been on my blog for a long time um so we just updated it a little bit for the book but um yeah, that's a popular, popular leftover made for uh, Thanksgiving. That is one that is in rotation constantly after. Um, but um, but anyways, what I was going to say is, um, you know, my family's again, like all the women in my family cook. So it's it's really a sort of tag team kind of, you know, thing where I'm not doing I may be hosting it and I'm doing all like the main stuff. But my mom does quite a few dishes. My aunt does quite a few dishes. I make the kids kind of help. They always do the rolls every year. So it's it really is a family affair, which is kind of fun. Yeah, one of the dishes that I, I'm going to try it though is the blue cheese butter. I kind of love oh, blue isn't that fun? My kids, my kids, and my husband. I mean, my husband's from Texas, so and my daughter is a big steak eater, and uh, and so, but you and you can do any sort of like you don't have to. It doesn't have to be blue cheese. Not everybody loves blue cheese, but my, you know, we do. But um, but it's those compound butters are really fun to do. They're so great, and you can use them for so many different things, not just you know, not just steak or chicken or anything. 
Tiffany, sure. you're going to have uh, in your uh, the launch team um, access that you have. You're going to be doing some videos that kind of correspond with the book as well, because it sounds like you're going to yeah, be Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a ton of videos. Yeah, I've been doing already a ton of videos that correlate and show a little sneak peek into a lot of these recipes. Um, what's neat about the launch team is that they're actually getting the whole entire book today. So quite a few people, I think we have like 230 um, people who are getting the full ebook today, which is kind of exciting because I want to see how people are going to interpret my book, you know, as well. And I want them to be able to um, kind of start showing me what they're doing. And that's the fun part on the other side of it. Once you have the book out, you know, it's getting to see what everybody else is doing with it. So Tiffany, somebody will go to www.worthypub.com. They'll be able to join up. Yeah, today was the last day um, for the launch team. I think it, I don't know if it's already closed already. I think, it, yes, maybe yesterday at midnight was the last day, but maybe they could probably still slide in today um, okay. for it. And then um, they'll be getting lots of cool stuff for the next couple of weeks. Um, if you are on the launch team, um, some prizes, some giveaways, um, stuff like that. And like I said, they get the ebook. Um, so they'll actually have the book today um, in its entirety in their email. So. Just like us, lucky us. Just like you. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you cooking anything today for your family that you're going to... Um, today? I don't know about today because today is sports day. So my daughter's got an orthodontist appointment, then goes to volleyball. So it might be a uh, something in the freezer day or it might be a little takeout day. So, But tomorrow generally is they do love their taco night. So we'll probably do tacos or enchiladas or something you know Mexican tomorrow. So go-to burger place in L.A.? Ooh, Bill, I mean, uh, yeah, Bill's Burgers. Have you been to Bill's Burgers? The one in New York, but not in LA. Oh. Is it one or different? No, I don't know if it's the, it's, it's an, it's, he's literally 96, 97 years old. Oh, it might um, be, wow. They have a Bill's Burger and bar here. So it might be different. It's, it's, I don't even think he's on Instagram. Isn't that funny? He is That's um, an OG amazing. Spot. Oh my gosh. I keep seeing and hearing like rumors that he might be trying to sell it. And I was like, oh, yeah. So look at this guy. This is Bill's Burgers. Look at this guy, 96 years old. He might be 97 oh, now. Still, still, man, still manning the, literally the griddle and his ex-wife still works with him. How crazy is that? Wow. Maybe you, that, you know about? what? You just got me an idea. We're going to Bill's Burgers today. That's what we're doing. <laughs> now, now, now I want Bill's Burgers because here oh. in New York, it's tough to get a good taco. I, a good I'm, taco? Yeah, I mean, there's some that are okay. They tell me. Yeah, I mean, you you can't compare California Mexican food to New York. I'm sorry. And I lived there for a long time. And I, I definitely missed, like, good Mexican food. If you look yeah. at it's crap here. I go, please, guys. It's not the same. It's not. And I, I actually love all different types of tacos. But I'm an old school kind of hard shell taco girl. That's just how I grew up, you know, in, in Southern California. So Chewy's is my favorite hard, hard shell taco here. That's good. Yeah, I, over here they gave me a chorizo taco. It was like Italian sausage, I just sat there and cried. Like, why? Tiffany, are you in heaven and on the West Coast when it comes to produce, like at the farmers markets? I mean, and probably even the regular pretty, places again. We're pretty lucky. Stuff. I mean, here's the thing: we had such a great rain season. My own garden is bonkers this year. Like, I, I, I mean, I have so many figs on my tree right now that are just waiting to get super ripe. I can't wait to to, to play with, but um. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're generally pretty lucky. I mean, we're having a heat wave right now. So I'm being really um, diligent about making sure that the garden's okay. But we're very lucky. I mean, we, we get amazing produce year round. Yes. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you again for stopping by. Next time I go to LA, I'm going to go to Bill's Burger. For you sure. have to. You have to. And then let me know. Let me know. Tag me and let me know how you, what you think.
Um, yeah. well, what do you order from there? That's a go-to. Oh, order. his traditional, his just traditional burger. It's not a huge menu. I mean, they've got like tuna melts and stuff like that, but you got to get the burger. I, I will. I get. I get a few burgers. Does, does he have shakes? I don't think he has shakes. No, I think it's like canned sodas and stuff. It's like very. Okay. It is about the burger, which I what I love. Like he does it well, and that's what it's about. And the griddle, he it's the same griddle he's had the entire time. So Ooh. it's it's oh, pretty crazy. Spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Done the right way. Yeah. It's one seasoned griddle, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Here we go again out September 26th on Amazon. Thank you, Tiffany, for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Nice to see you guys. Great seeing you. Good luck on your tour. Thank you. Bye. Bye.